Howdy, I'm Norman, and this is Norma. Hi. And you are listening to 555 Filk. What did we watch? The Shinnin. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick's The Shinnin? Yeah, The Shinnin. <laughs> it's based on Stephen King's The Shinnin. <laughs> we watched The Shining, the 1980 Shining, not the TV, what, what is it called, miniseries that was just unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? It was very tense. So tense. Yeah. It was like intense. I spent my whole life being afraid to watch this movie and it was not quite as like scary as I thought it was going to be like jump scares and stuff, but it was I'll definitely I'll give you jump scares. Definitely tense and like more psychological than I was expecting. So scary. <laughs> but not until later. <laughs> Jack Torrance we meet Jack. Mm-hmm. He's going to a job interview. Mm-hmm. He seems perfectly normal for that interview. Sure. He's kind of a cranky dad in the drive up to it, but like... That's what I'm saying. The interview part, that is the only time he is like normal guy. And then after that, he is cranky and seems like he hates his family. Well, I, <laughs> right I understand that. that because like the kid's a nice kid and his wife seems to love him so like i I get hating them and resenting them for that time that he was drinking and abused the kid (laughs) i get it you know how sometimes your wife will nag you because you hurt their baby who's just starting nursery school and she just won't stop it's been like months and she still tells you you, maybe you shouldn't drink because you abused the kid that time i get it don't abuse your kids you guys (laughs) or you'll get frozen out in a maze spoilers (laughs) <laughs> hey, there's a good point. We're about to spoil the cuss out of this movie. So if you haven't seen a movie that's from 1980, maybe go see it. It's really good. And it's way better than what we're going to do as far as talking about it. Let me tell you. <laughs> what did you think of Wendy? I liked Wendy. She seemed really nice. And I feel so bad for her throughout this whole movie. Shelley Duvall uh, was nominated for Worst Actress, among other things, for this movie. And really? People hated her in this movie and i think she does a wonderful job and i'm getting older now mm-hmm. and now i feel very protective of her so like before she was scared she should be scared and now i'm like oh my god how can i help mm-hmm. like she looks like a kid to me now and she looks absolutely helpless in this movie and all of this is happening to her it's happening at her right <laughs> he she so when we see her like she starts out and she's like no you know it's one of those things it's one of those things and she's like protecting jack from yep. judgment from the doctor who should be stepping in and be like everything okay mm-hmm. is everything really okay are you sure and she's she's definitely keeping an eye on him is what it felt like she oh yeah checks a couple times and she's giving a judgmental face which she should be giving she's a doctor she's doing a mostly good job but also maybe get the police in there a little bit <laughs> danny what are your thoughts on danny danny seems like a sweet boy he's also really creepy no he's not creepy what do you do that's creepy? Tony's creepy? Oh, yeah. Tony's creepy. It's all of that bit. <laughs> so, speaking of Danny, played by Danny Lloyd, mm-hmm. and you called him very sweet but creepy, you asked me, oh, how'd they get him to do that? And he brought that himself. The, the voice? The finger thing, and they, they told him to do a voice. That voice was brought in by Danny Lloyd. Wow. So, all that, Mrs. Torrance, like, the, the words were there, but, like... Man, it's real creepy. It legit sounds like something is possessing him when Tony talks. Oh, yeah. And the, the finger movement they is good stuff. It makes it feel like it's a parasite or something. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, if you ever read the book, or are you going to read the book? I'm not going to read the book. 
Tony is Danny from the future talking to himself. That's he's, right. I feel like I remember you telling me this. He's yelling back to himself, warning him, hey, just a heads up. <laughs> don't go there. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the case in the movie. Cause that's the, fair. I do. Okay. You guys who love the book, I love it too. But let's throw that book out because this is scarier than the book. And I am not going to do the whole thing where we compare the book like crazy, but Dystopiary Animals was stupid. And that's not scary. And even the part where it's supposed to be scary, it comes up on the stairs and it's just like slapping him so he can't leave. And mm. like, that's not scary. Okay. That's not scary. It's funny in the commentary that they brought that up. We're like, nobody likes a topiary. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, it, was, it was real stupid. I will say. I've, I've heard some dislike for that, but man, the critics are like, no. The book is really good. Mm-hmm. Those animals, that was that was stupid and that was not going to be scary and i'm happy it didn't make it into the movie but also i'm happy with all the differences in the movie because i can love them both separately and like they mm-hmm. don't feel like the same thing other than the fact that like spooky hotel you ever see 1408 Mm-mm. we should watch 1408 <laughs> um what else i got i got uh dick halloran what do you think of him scatman crothers that's the... our that's our chef right yep he was really good i was very disappointed how quickly he dies so like <laughs> He's supposed to have psychic powers, shouldn't he? And I get you're saying his psychic powers are limited to about a room away. But shouldn't he can he... see some of some things that are going to happen. He knows he's going to die. Why would he go? Because if he dies, that little boy and his mom live. Okay. But that's not in the movie. Okay, that's just in the book. But like, so I get I get he's going to die. He have to die right away. He can't see that Jack's coming around the corner with an axe. And he was there to bring them the vehicle to get out. That's it. Otherwise, those two do get axe murdered in that hotel. Okay. Because we meet him earlier and when he meets Danny and all that, and my brain went, okay, there's our hero. And then our hero dies. (laughs) Yep. As soon as he comes to save the day. Yeah, he walks in, anyone here, bam, axed. Or like, why is he coming yelling? Hey, anybody here? Like. So they can come to safety. They know that safety is there. Right? What happens? Okay. Jack comes to kill him. If you are in some kind of crazy situation where the police are coming to save hostages, mm-hmm. the police are going to announce themselves, right? No, they don't. Do they not? Mm-mm. They come mm-hmm. in real quiet. and you Movies have, to leave. have lied to me. <laughs> movies have them kicking in doors saying, everybody down, police. And then mm. they okay, shoot maybe, everybody. Maybe that. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in one of those situations. Right, so I don't know that I'd make it out of one of those situations. Grab some hostages and we'll find out what they do. <laughs> the Stanley Hotel. Mm-hmm. This is the Overlook Hotel. Okay. The Stanley Hotel is where Stephen King got his inspiration from this creepy, creepy hotel. Okay. They changed the room number to 237. The Paul is Dead thing. Uh, tangent. Warning. The Paul is Dead thing I mentioned to you about the Beatles. Yeah. So you were like, I don't believe this stupid conspiracy theory at all. And you watch a couple of videos like, well, I mean, there's okay. What if? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Some people believe that Stanley Kubrick put hints in this movie to say that he helped fake the moon landing. So we have been to the moon, mm-hmm. but that video that we all know is not the f- real first time we got to the moon. Okay. That was just so we could spend those, win the space race and beat the Russians and all this stuff. Okay. There's a bit where Danny is sitting in there playing with his toys. He goes, Mom! And he stands up and he turns toward the camera and his Apollo 11 shirt, USA, he stands up and it looks like the rocket is lifting off. Okay. Right? Okay. 
something about 237. I don't remember what that is because this conspiracy theory is nuts. But there are other things in this movie that hint like, oh, he totally, he faked the moon landing at Stanley Kubrick and it would get perfect because it's Stanley Kubrick and the lighting would be perfect because it's Stanley Kubrick and all mm. this stuff. And right now we're talking about it. It's 100% not a thing. Right. But man, you start reading some of this conspiracy theory stuff, like, oh, maybe he did, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're right down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely like fake nonsense, but. Interesting. Yep. Some people, I don't know if this is real or not, say that they changed the numbers because there is no room 237 at that hotel, so you can't stay there. But then Mm -hmm. also, that's the room I would want to stay in because I'm that person. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right? Wouldn't you want to stay in the haunted room if you're going to a haunted hotel? If you're going to a haunted hotel intentionally. If you... Are making absolutely not a conscious decision to stay at a haunted hotel. I'm not going. Right, right, right. <laughs> but if you were the person who does, wouldn't you be going to stay in that room? Right, that's why they don't want people there. I guess it's like going to Disneyland and hoping you don't see Mickey. I don't get it. I'm gonna go to <laughs> okay, Disney, but I'm not gonna go Mickey's, on the coolest Mick, ride. Mickey's not going to murder you. All right. Unless you go back to like when it first opened or whatever, and that Mickey is creepy. That Mickey is creepy. But also, have you ever seen any of the shutdown parts of that park that look like this kind of thing? I've only seen the old pictures of when it first opened, not anything shut down. No, like like parks that like they started to build it, but it never finished or it never oh, okay. opened or whatever. Okay. Have you seen these? Yeah. Spooky. Right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you stay in the Stanley Hotel? I think I want to see it first because I didn't realize it was haunted. It's not haunted. It's just beautiful. Does it look creepy and haunted and run down or does it look like a well, hotel? Just, hotels look creepy and haunted and run down. Anything. So you're talking like a Holiday Inn Express when you're like, no, hotels are not, right? If it doesn't seem like I might get murdered here, that's not like a real hotel, right? I thought motels are where you get murdered. Motels are where you get murdered by the people running it, yeah. Hotels where you get murdered by ghosts. <laughs> or like the room. Not the room like... <laughs> I did not haunt her. I did not. <laughs> I want to stay in the Stanley Hotel. My dad went there. He yeah. brought me a mug. Says yeah. Stanley Hotel. The other side says Red Rum. Oh. Right? Okay. And he got me a key to the room 237, which I thought was super cool. They just have like a little gift shop. They have a whole gift shop where you're like, okay, they can't see us because we technically own this. And yeah. it, this all says the Stanley Hotel and none of it says the Overlook. So ha 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 ha. <laughs> How gorgeous is that hotel? It's gorgeous. I want to go there. Once upon a time you were talking about you wanted to do like a old, old, old bathroom. And I showed you the bathroom from mm-hmm. 237. You're like, oh, wow. Where can I see more pictures of this? It's like, oh, you can't. This is the <laughs> only one because it's the only one that doesn't have either... Naked lady gonna kiss Jack or naked rotting lady who just kissed Jack. And <laughs> let me tell you what, as a kid, first time I saw that rotting lady, scariest thing in the world because she's laughing and walking at him slowly. And I don't know if we've talked about this, but laughing at me and walking <laughs> at him slowly are two things that make me want to like kick you in the chest. Didn't mm-hmm. you, I just heard you laugh at me. <laughs> and I can feel you walking at me slowly. <laughs> the lady where she's young and then she's old and... Uh... Decroted. Yeah, she's decaying or whatever. It reminded me of a Canterbury Tales story about a witch. Um, the guy gets cursed to, he, I think he raped somebody, and now he has to marry this witch. And she can. he has to choose. She can either be old and ugly while they're out and about and go to town, and then pretty when he comes, when they're just in the house, 
or vice versa. She can be pretty when he shows her off, and then at home, she's an old hag. Well, while we're (laughs) on this tangent, which way do you lean for that? I feel like old hag out and about and pretty at home. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Let let, let them judge and then have your young twin. (laughs) Holy buckets. Okay, I've got another note here that I want to... So I have a short, short list. We've gone through all except for this last thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, these are things, like, I have to remember to talk about this because if we could talk about The Shining, I'm going to go off on tangents, which we've been doing. Mm-hmm. The sound at the end of the movie, there's that clang, 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 clang while Danny's running from Jack. Mm-hmm. That is the scariest thing in the world to me, and it shows up in my nightmares whenever I have somebody chasing me. To oh, like, my goodness. Kill me. So any of those chase me nightmares yeah. has that sound the whole time, and it's the scariest thing I love. <laughs> oh, my. Yep. That would be scary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I never even noticed that I noticed that until I watched this with headphones one time. And I was like, oh my God, how did I ever watch this? It was just clanging for like the last 20 minutes. So good. Oh, you mentioned the clanging and I was just like, oh yeah, that was there. And real soft in the background somehow. <laughs> I'm excited to find out the next time you stay at a hotel or something, if this movie sneaks into your brain. Sure does for me every time. <laughs> I stayed at the Congress once mm-hmm. and it's got those long, long hallways like this and mm-hmm. woo, woo. <laughs> Anyone comes around that corner, you're, huh. <laughs> Really? <laughs> so good. <laughs> this is one I told you I wanted to watch and record in a hotel, and you told me exactly the words, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get too scared and I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> We're going to go rent a room. I'm not going to sleep for months. We're going to go rent a room, watch a movie, record it, and then leave crying like Scooby-Doo running out of there. <laughs> they were here for like three hours and left. Uh, rumors. <laughs> Your turn. <clears throat> so, I like the idea of like staying in a hotel for this many months, and like basically all you have to do is take care of it by like, yourself, with like my family or something. That's, that's what like, I mean. Like like small, yeah. like couple people in a kid. You're rent free for like six months, and you get paid to be there. <laughs> All the food is taken care of. You can't go anywhere, so you can't spend any money. It seems like a great like money strategy. strategy. Yeah. <laughs> the cabin fever thing. That sucks and feels very real. So I would be okay with it, mm-hmm. I think, by myself. Mm-hmm. Me and one other person, probably okay. Mm-hmm. Three people is going to turn into your siding with that person. Mm. So like we're... She's like, you did this to Danny. Now, I will give you. He's got a prior. Mm-hmm. And the kid is hurt. She knows she didn't do it. He just had a nightmare he's about the, killing them. He's the only person, the only other person in the hotel. In the what? She says hotel. Like, hotel. <laughs> I don't know where I got that. In the hotel. <laughs> in the hotel. because <laughs> the first lady in 237. It's a hotel. The hotel. <laughs> but, like, I'd but be like, okay. He's the only like, other person in there, and she knows she didn't do it. So, like, she's going to point fingers shouldn't but like she's seen clue right somebody here did it (laughs) he seems the obvious choice (laughs) he literally is waking up screaming talking about i just had a dream i I killed you guys and chopped you into little pieces not a bad idea to be like Mm -hmm. hey did you just try to kill our son Mm -hmm. even in your sleep Mm -hmm. you're not sleeping well Mm -hmm. you're real high strong Mm -hmm. or like he seems scared that it happened but also not super remorseful or like so this is where i think i think jack nicholson was perfect in this movie mm-hmm. but he's not the right choice 
project towards at the same time. Okay. Because we never have a chance to be like, oh, what a good dad. I, I mm-hmm. trust him. He's trying to get better because he's always Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And he like, automatically, I am suspicious of him. And like two thirds of that is eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> like, every little thing that happens, he he's like straight to 10 on getting annoyed with Wendy or like mm-hmm. he talks about like I'd do anything for that kid I love that kid little fucker like okay yeah. right there right there mm-hmm. or like the part where she accuses him she doesn't see that part where he's talking to the bartender and how much he loves his kid or the quiet moment that he has with Danny where he's like I wouldn't hurt you like I I love you or all of that are you talking about when Danny is going up to get his fire truck yeah that whole thing and it could just be the music mm-hmm Felt like Jack was about to throw that kid, though. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, come here a minute. I want to talk to you first. Mm-hmm. And he comes over there and the kid's it, like, it no, like dad. like right before my dad yells at me. And that's what it is. The kid's so scared to say anything to upset his dad. Mm-hmm. And what I think we need is we need Danny Tanner to be the dad. We need him to be like, oh, shucks, everything's great, kids. You know, like, every, yeah. everything's cleaver. Ward cleaver. That, that's what we need. And then we see him break. Mm-hmm. But this one, like. He saw it on the television. Like, he's on the drive up, he's upset. Yeah. About oh, he's and, like... immediately annoyed at his family. And it wasn't too long after that where I was like, oh, okay, he's crazy. Like, <laughs> they, they don't even show us he's crazy yet, but like, oh no, he's, he's crazy. I did tell you a tall tale to get you to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. What was that? Where you were like, oh, so they're locked in the place and he goes crazy and kills his family with an axe. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's one side of it. What it really is, is paranoia from both sides. He thinks she's turning the kid against him, which is in the movie. For a and, small little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and she thinks he's a crazy nut who's going to ask murder that family. Accurate. Mm-hmm. But like, I you're not going to watch that you movie. I remember telling me, and I don't remember if this was for in the book or in the movie, that she makes him think he's going crazy. Like, she's playing with his mind instead of... She's reacting to his craziness. He no, it, so that's it, that's from his point of view. Okay. So that little bit where uh, it's in the movie a little bit as well, um, where he's sitting there. The, the the moment we're talking about, where like you did this to him. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there. He's going like, "What are you talking about?" I was sitting right here, and he tells the bartender, "She's trying to turn him against me." So he does feel like mm. she is manipulating at least something, or at least the way Danny sees him. Okay, but the rest of the movie is not backing up his Correct. viewpoint. Okay. Right. At least that's the way I saw it. No. So zero <laughs> percent am I like, but Jack Torrance is a good guy. She did this to him. Zero <laughs> percent of that. And I do think it's the hotel mm-hmm. doing it more. The longer he's there, the worse he gets kind oh, of a yeah. thing. But like we do see him get snippy. Not snippy, I guess, mm-hmm. but he's moody in the car. Mm-hmm. And like I get it's a long car ride, but like I don't know, we did ten hour car rides to go visit my grandparents, so like I'm used, to get, I'm used to long car rides, so like I don't know what their problem is. Would you stay at a hotel currently mm-hmm. as the caretaker thing? I don't think I have enough skills to do it, but I would love to tag along like with somebody who does. Legit, this seems like a great money-saving strategy. I'd get a lot of reading done. I'd get a lot of writing done. If Netflix works up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, is, <laughs> that is a big other proponent. <laughs> I do need some internet. <laughs> I can well, the phone lines are down. Yeah. So they lost internet. Yeah. But that was 1980. The internet was way better in 1980. Really? Yeah. There was like zero jerks in the comment section. 
I remember I went. You don't remember that from 1980. You remember from that from 1995. And on. 1980. Yeah. No, the internet does exist. I don't need you nerds, but it does not exist as what we know. <laughs> then wasn't around in 1980 to know what the internet sounded like, but. <laughs> I don't know what it sounded like. Computers, man. How do they work? Have you seen any other Kubrick movies? No, I don't think so. I want to watch Clockwork Orange, but I actually don't know what it's about. I think we've talked about it and I have forgotten what it's about. I don't know how that movie's going to sit with you. Mm. You tend to shy away from violence. Mm. It's a violent movie. Interesting. It's real good. Have you seen Eyes Shut? No. Barry Lyndon? No. That one looked interesting, though. 2001? A Space Odyssey? No. So when I tell you, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't do that. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No idea what you're talking about. What are you doing? (laughs) Dr. Strangelove. No. How I Learned to Stop Wearing Love the Bomb. No. That's the same movie. (laughs) Uh, Lolita. I don't think so. Spartacus. No. You've never seen Spartacus? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I think I've seen a part of Spartacus, but I've not seen all of it. I think I got told it's inappropriate and go upstairs. For Spartacus? Yeah. Crazy. Or I got bored, one of the two. You would love this movie, I feel like. Yeah, you've not seen a Kubrick movie other than this one. Mm-mm. This is my first. Well, let's turn this off and watch the movies. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. So you said you would love to do this job. Yeah, I think it, I think it would be really nice, especially with a beautiful hotel like that. So they're going to set us up. We're going to have working internet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, me, and third person. We're mm-hmm. gonna... Third person said... You would be like, They're, you're taking their side. Yeah. So maybe not. No, this is important. It okay. has to be, there has to be a third person because what if we get out of hand and we need a referee? Okay. <laughs> third person comes along just because there were three people in the movie. Mm-hmm. You have internet. Mm-hmm. Would you uh, go up there and be fine with watching The Shining? Oh, probably not. No? No. That would have to be like last day because like... I'm going to get paranoid about well, it. Well, no, you're going to be up there for Halloween. So you got to watch some spooky movies. <laughs> would you watch any spooky movies locked up in a hotel? Nothing ghosty. It would just be like spooky, nothing scary. Probably just the fun ones, honestly. What like, about like a Lizzie... What was that Lizzie Borden movie? Would you watch that? I have not seen the Lizzie Borden movie. With Christina Ricci? Yeah. I saw a, docu- a docudrama thing for it. Was it starring Christina Ricci? I don't remember. All right. It's definitely a, like, here is some shots of what we think happened and explanation of, like, what was going on. I want to point out, you're not okay watching Jack Torrance only acts one person, right? But you're fine possibly watching a Lizzie Borden movie. That's yeah. sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you're aware of Lizzie Borden, right? Yeah. She killed people with an axe. She got raped first. She gets her revenge. We don't know that Jack Torrance didn't get raped. <laughs> All right, let's go off on a thing. Mm-hmm. I, I told and you I didn't not want to watch this because of the axe. In locked up in a hotel. Is it the hotel part? If we're this is what okay. I'm saying. If we're if we're staying caretakers, mm. you, me, and Curly Joe, uh-huh. we're gonna. It'd be that I'd be worried. One of you two is going to go crazy like that. Right, but you could go all Lizzie Borden. Only if somebody rapes me. What if you had a dream, right? Like Jack Torrance had. Because he was like, oh, no, I dreamed I murdered my family. I guess I'll murder my family. did it. Right. 
So heck? if you had a dream that you were going to go axe murder people like Lizzie Borden, <laughs> you would do it. That that tracks. <laughs> Only by movie logic. But I don't know that I'd want to see it for that. Doctor Sleep was terrible. That book was unreadable and the movie was unwatchable. And it was like Hot Topic Steampunk Kids, the movie. They're all like, I know, I know, we're not talking about it. <laughs> the movie goes off after Danny is an adult. Okay. There are people who go around and they, they're seeking out people with their shining and or people who shine and we're going to eat their magic, right? So they kill the people and they gain their powers. Danny's doing this or people in the movie? The other people are doing okay, it. Okay, okay. But then the whole movie is like, yeah, look, he wears a top hat and she's wearing fingerless gloves. <laughs> I don't care about these people. Mm -hmm. None of them are interesting. Danny has gotten less interesting. We need Jack Torrance. <laughs> but he dies. I know. Okay. Froze to death. Mm -hmm. Doctor Sleep was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm looking up for what I what I was gonna go to here and then I found. I that. was fully ready for something bad to happen when they first go into the maze before the snow hits. Like Danny like, was missing, or yeah, like they get accident? lost, or Jack yells at them for getting lost, or whatever. They don't come out for a couple of days. And, like, it doesn't show them come out. It just cuts to the next day. And I think it's even just a couple of days later in the week. <laughs> like, they must have came out and we're fine. But I was fully prepared for them to get lost and scared and something happens. I was waiting for either the the maze to change on them. Yeah. Or something like that. So, like, uh, what's that book or movie? Uh, Rose Red. Mm. Where the walls in the house move when you're not looking. Have that. They're stuck in a maze because the maze keeps moving the entrance. Mm -hmm. Did you notice mm -hmm. the other thing? that? So this is one that I did notice and it's is there to make you uncomfortable. Did you notice the impossible rooms? Mm, like how the bed was pushed up against this, like there's a French doors right there that don't go anywhere. In oh. their room or... or So Danny's going down the hallway and there's doors to rooms. But then when he turns the corner, there's another door to a room there. So there can't... There cannot be a room on both of those. Oh, okay. Because it wouldn't... Or, they hit each other. Yeah. Okay. Or we go through the big, big walkway to go to that manager's office. And you can see how far the building goes. But then his office has a window to outside in it. Even though his office should be quite a bit tucked into the building. Oh, okay. Little bitty stuff like that that like you don't notice... This, this doesn't make sense. This, It's apparently something that our brains notice even if we don't. Okay. Where we're like, Was this feels wrong. Put in purposely yep. or okay? Yeah, it's Kubrick. Okay. It's nuts. <laughs> or the thing, so we watched one of the making ofs where they're like, he just picked this hotel room, this hotel room, this hotel room. So like the rooms don't match each other. Mm -mm. That's just, nuts and I love it. They just felt like different sections of the hotel or like that they only had money to redecorate like this section, the the east wing, the west wing, the north wing, like just this part. And so those got redecorated at a different time. Uh, I think Grand Budapest Hotel has something like that where the rooms don't all yep. match or the themes aren't all the same. Yeah, and, and like there are hotels that are like that. I just, they feel from different eras, like mm -hmm. that bright red bathroom. Mm -hmm. Well, that I didn't know if that was real or if that's him going back in where he goes back in time there, where I don't know if that looks like that to them now, if that makes any sense. No, that's fair. That's fair. Because that bathroom doesn't look like it matches the way the ballroom was done 
now, and they just said they had it redone. For the guys versus, in, for, in Chicago. Yeah, versus when he goes back in time, it's Well, this is that thing, too. Ago. So we're saying goes back in time, but also that's not in the movie. <laughs> but, like, it is because he's is. in that he's, picture. He's for sure in the 20s because all the people around him are... Right. All the girls are a flapper. So right, right. So, like, he... Whatever it is, whether mm-hmm. the ghosts are or he is there or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. But that's that thing where, like, this, 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 at the end of that... Um, uh, feature we just watched mm-hmm. they're like ah Kubrick like to do that what the hell <laughs> that bit where he's like you were the caretaker here Mr. you always Mr. were Gregory. the caretaker it's good stuff mm-hmm. no 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 okay oh yes. when you, okay we're, we're talking to each other yeah but like didn't you murder your family with an axe and he's like no 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 you know what else <laughs> I go off about this every time this comes up those girls the actresses were twins. The girls are not twins. It's in the movie they're not twins. It's in the book they're not twins. Stop calling them the Grady twins. You can say the two twins who played the Grady girls, but they're eight and ten. Get over it. <laughs> Even though they're very clearly twins. <laughs> I feel so bad for Danny throughout this movie. Like he's that seen all this stuff, and like he's he's six years old. He shouldn't have to see dead bodies like that, and rooms filling with blood. And then to get strangled by one of these old apparition things, like, and so, like, it changes it from just being things that he sees to things that are happening to him. And Tony's telling him this, which is what feels especially weird, because he's telling himself about it, so he's making himself see it, but if he's doing that to lessen the blow or let him know, like, they can't hurt you, one of them does hurt him. Yeah. And then he goes real inward and shuts down, and now Tony has to take over, and Tony's driving the body, which... That's creepy. so creepy when he comes up on the mom and he grabs the knife yeah. and the lipstick and he red rums the door. Yeah. Did you get red rum before? I didn't understand what red rum was even watching it. Like, I don't know where he got that word. Is it just red room? Like Red rum is murder spelled backward. Oh. So he wrote red rum and then she sees it in the mirror and it says murder. Oh. I saw her see it, but I definitely still saw it say red rum because I wasn't looking you for it to. It for yeah, it. yeah, I wasn't looking <laughs> for a mirrored word. <laughs> yeah, red rum is murder. Uh-huh. Red rum. That's so creepy. Mm-hmm. There is no Danny. There's only Tony. Red rum. Oh. I think because the E isn't but the, the right way. M U R D R. But the R is the wrong way too. Though. No, That's no. The one. It's M-U-R-D just yeah. R correct the way. You're right. Okay. But I think because he's backward, my brain went, eh, red rum. <laughs> either, either way, it's four letters right. <laughs> when he's going off and red rum, red rum, red rum. That I voice, thought she man. was, yeah. I thought she was going to accuse Jack of drinking then because he's saying red <laughs> rum. Like, he's got red rum <laughs> or something. I don't know. He says, I'd uh, give up my soul for a glass of beer and then bam, here comes yeah. Lloyd. Here's, have something to drink, Mr. Torrance. Mm-hmm. They granted him that wish. He was already going nutsy. Oh, yeah. Like, he sure keeps gravitating toward that bar, Mrs. Torrance. You gotta pay attention to that, Wendy. Mm-hmm. But the bar's empty. They said so. I guess. They took all the booze with them. They're like, they've got this huge ballroom. Would, would you not, like, turn on some music every night or so? And we'll just go dance in the ballroom, just the two of us. He didn't want to go for a walk with her. He's like, actually, I should get to work. I only have four months or whatever right seven, five months right instead of like go and do the things that you enjoy or spend time with people like that will spark creativity he keeps pulling away from her. he does not want to be around her he does not like his wife and that's yeah. fair enough like i don't agree with him but like fine people don't like their wives mm-hmm. 
But man, he sure blames her for all of his problems. Right? And like, it seems like she doesn't have a job or much of a say. So like... Which is what I think he made his little comment about like, that's all you have to do is sit around and think. That's all you've done your whole life is sit around and think. You've had time to think and think and think. But he keeps saying that she's messing everything up for him when like, it looks like she follows you around willingly. I mean, you guys went from Vermont to Colorado. Well, why do you think he's not teaching? Because mm-hmm. I bet it's got something to do with drinking or abusing kids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Jack Torrance, you got to get your shit together and stop blaming people. Mm-hmm. The older I get, mm-hmm. the more I feel for his family. Because before, like, I did not feel for them or whatever. But, like, I don't know. The the kid, this poor kid, he can't be seeing that, like what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Or, like, this poor woman, he's going nuts and she keeps sticking up for him because she's dumb. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she keeps thinking if I, if I give him a little more patience, a little more love, like... He'll pull through, like he's just having a tough time with writing. He'll pull through and She back fully checks on him and is like, how's it going? And he's like, when you hear this, I am working. Yeah. If you don't hear this, I am working. Yeah. Which it apparently, uh, he had a couple of those with his real life girlfriend and that's where he drew on that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Does he say that with some retrospective, I probably shouldn't send that and it makes me a jerk? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. All righty. Because that was totally rude and uncalled for. She's just being helpful and like, it looks like it's dinner time. So it looks like he's been sitting there writing all day. I feel like that's a perfect time to come in and check and say, hey, I'm going to be bringing dinner soon. Like, she wants to know what he's writing and... What was on your mind when you saw what he was writing? The... All all work and no play makes makes Jack Jack a dull boy. boy. I went, okay, he is officially crazy. They have shown us. Like, I have thought that he is crazy all this time, and now we've hit the moment in the movie where they are telling us, oh, no, he's crazy. He yeah. has lost his mind. Yeah, he's, he's gone now. I was kind of hoping, so while she's going through the pages, that there was going to be a moment where, like, okay, here is the story, so you can see where his mind broke. And it seems like it has been broke a long time. Like, as soon as they got there, that hotel was like, here's a weak one. Mm-hmm. I have a shirt where it's his face through the doorway that here's Johnny moment. Yeah. But it's made up of all work and no play makes Jack a, Jack a dull boy. It's like a creamish gray color, yep. right? Yep. I remember that shirt. It's a great shirt. And you told me, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's art. <laughs> Look into it. I wonder if him being weak has anything to do with, they're saying he's got uh, psychic abilities like his son, but he's never acknowledged them or tapped into them or whatever. I wonder if him putting a block on it allows them in you know what i mean like if you're not guarding your mind like you should when you have that kind of powers i say in books especially the strength that danny's got Mm -hmm. i think he's waking that hotel up more ah danny the kid is danny the kid Ah. so i think by accident him being there is lighting stuff up like he's accidentally the battery that this house needed so I think what you're saying with Jack is correct. I think there is something going on there. Mm-hmm. But then when once Danny is there. Yeah. And he's riding through all the rooms. So like. Making his tracks. Yeah. yeah that would know. be so fun to do as a kid. Oh, yeah. And so uh, they're talking about the, the sound of him on the hardwood or the tile versus rug. A rug, no rug, rug, no rug. Oh, man. It's a good noise. That's good <laughs> back in time. Yeah. Like that sound of a big wheel. I think going as a kid, I would have just love to ride around in a hotel like that and spend time doing whatever i never had a big wheel Mm -hmm. but i've always as an adult even i have wanted to get a big wheel and go around one of these big hotels like that just go right (laughs) (laughs) 
when he first goes and checks that 237 is locked. Yeah. Then he comes back and the key is in 237. Mm-hmm. Who did that? The hotel? You think? Uh, Grady, maybe? Grady was able to unlock him from the storage room. I was so glad she put him in the storage room. I thought she was, I was like, don't put him in the freezer. That's not. He'll freeze to death yeah, in there. Yeah. At least he's got food. You're not the bad guy when the police show up. Like... Did you notice he dug into like peanut butter and peanuts <laughs> and crackers and stuff? <laughs> he's having himself a snack. Took a nap on the salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think, I think Grady would be the one who did it. Fair. I know that's fair. I, I wish that kid would have never touched that door. Like, that made me so anxious when he's trying to go in there. When everything the adults are telling you is leave it alone. Don't go in there. Stop. Would you have been able to stay away from that room? Oh, yes. I'm a big Freddy cat. There's no way I'm going in there. I don't, I don't mess with any of those ghost, to... demon, whatever kind of stuff. No, thank you. I am not a part of this. If it's the, the old you... school keys, I'd have to peek in the keyhole. I'd have to take a listen, something. I'd have, I'd have to check something out and then get the hell away from there. But I'd have to check. <laughs> I don't mess with that. You mess with it, it comes to life. Uh-huh. All right. When Jack goes to check out the room where she's saying, the old lady, she tried to strangle and there's somebody in the no, A strange woman. Strange woman. Yeah. And he goes in there and then it starts kissing this woman that he doesn't know because she's naked. What the hell? Well, kind of. I'm not disagreeing with you. But he's walking in there to investigate. He's already acting real weird, mm-hmm. hotel-wise. Mm-hmm. She opens up the curtain, and he kind of smiles. She's not reacting like, get out of here. Right? Still. Hang on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, sticking up for any, I'm not sticking up for anything. <laughs> but we've already seen that he's pulling away from his wife. He does not like his wife. Mm-hmm. And look, God has given me what I need as any other woman is what I feel like is going through his head. Mm. So, like, she's coming over. She is putting a move on him. Of course, he's going to take that because he's Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> but he got what he needed. He got kissed. And then he got to see her gross, decroted whole old woman ass. Gross. Mm-hmm. That's the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I only kiss naked strangers in a hotel with my eyes open. You ain't gonna fool me, ghosties. <laughs> and he goes back to his wife. Nothing happened. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. You just made out with some woman, and there's nothing there. They didn't make out. They made out. They kissed. Hmm. Hmm. He if, if make you, out phases. If you kiss a dead person, mm-hmm. and then find out they're all decoded in your mouth, mm-hmm. are you gonna tell me about it? I'm not gonna tell you about it. Right? That's fair. He's a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit before that ever happened. <laughs> he was a piece of shit the day he yanked that kid up and dislocated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. You can drop kids all day long and they don't dis- dislocate their shoulders. He hurt that kid. Mm-hmm. He had it coming. Mm-hmm. Her laugh and walk at him is the scariest thing to me in movies. It's, <laughs> it's like her and it follows. the When it's the old lady on it follows. That's it. That's the scariest thing in the world to me. You guys... If you're ever a 90-year-old woman, you start walking at me kind of slowly, I'm going to kick you in the chest. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, but what if it's a 90-year-old woman? It's a 90-year-old woman who's going to learn something today. (laughs) I got no time for it. This is the scariest thing in the world to me. Old people silently walking at me. I thought it was laughing. No, her laugh is just also scary. Oh, okay. I thought she laughs and walks at him, and that's what's creepy. No, it's because she's walking at him. (laughs) 
I said the laugh thing earlier because you're going to laugh when I say it, like, laughing at me. See? <laughs> pudding. There it is. That's the pudding, you guys. I fully trust my kid with Scatman Crothers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about him. All I know is brand new person we just met. Yeah, let's leave him to get ice cream. Oh, I'm not leaving my kid anywhere. <laughs> you know Scatman. I don't know Scatman. He was Hong Kong Fooey. Mm-mm. You don't know Hong Kong Fui? Number one. Uh, Kurt Russell? No, 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 no. Hong Kong. Okay, that out. Then no. Number one super guy. Oh, okay. You know Hong Kong Fui, right? I'm vaguely aware of Hong Kong Fui. All right. You know him as Scat Cat. Oh, okay. So you can trust. He, <laughs> that's fair. And like, I'm, I'm glad he turns out to be a trustworthy person or a trustworthy character. Like, he got axe murdered for some kid he doesn't even know. Yeah, flew all the way up from Florida. When he tells the kid, he's like, "Oh, I guess he looks like a doc." And then he leans down to the kid's face and and yells, "What's up, doc? What's up, doc?" <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely my jam. <laughs> but the kid smiles. Yeah, he seems to like it. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. He can tell. Yeah, he's got the shit in. <laughs> I almost want somebody else to play Jack just when he's to be good father, but I almost want it like he didn't look anything like him. And then they're like, no, no, it's still him. <laughs> he goes crazy. <laughs> huh? Who? I don't know. Anybody. Do you want to know who some of the other ideas for Jack Torrance were? Yes. Like these were considerations. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro. Hmm. Robin Williams. Oh man. That would have been a great Jack Torrance. Holy cow. Yeah. He, he would have been very believable of good dad. And then just to see him go crazy would be. I think he would have played good, fun dad. Yeah. And I think I think it would have completely changed the movie first off. But I think he would have had a different relationship with Wendy. Mm-hmm. And then we would have seen it. Mm-hmm. But what I worry about mm-hmm. is if that had happened, how much of that. So I love Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. When he got going on any of his Robin Williams shtick, when he's mad, would it have accidentally been funny? Mm, and turned would it he... into more of a comedy instead of a... Or even just taking you out of the horror of it, like if he did a voice. So like, there's a bit where uh, Jack is making fun of Wendy on the stairs. And he's mm-hmm. like, as soon as possible, he does the voice. Yeah. If Robin Williams does that, what if it comes off as funny for a quick second and takes me right out of that horror? That's fair. I do think, I, I think, I think he's a great Jack Torrance, though. A fantastic actor, and I don't. I think he could have reeled that in and not made it funny. You ever see One Hour Photo? Mm-mm. Does a good job on that one. He's real creepy. <laughs> Daydreams about breaking into somebody's house. <laughs> we should watch One Hour Photo. That was a good one. What was the other one? Final Cut. Did you ever see the Final Cut? Mm-mm. It's an action thriller starring Robin Williams. Huh. That's well, the, uh, I did tell you about this, where uh, you're brain they, they put something in your brain to record things through your eyes and okay. then he goes through and he like makes a video for your funeral of you and your loved ones and like everybody can remember you having good huh. times from your point of view and all that stuff okay but then someone witnesses a murder or That's right. like something i don't know what it was he, they witnessed something and now he knows about it when nobody's supposed to know about it so now he's on the run okay i want to see that that sounds good it's so good <laughs> it was not great it was so like Holy cow, look at him carrying this movie. I was expecting with this movie with Jack going crazy for it to be a much slower burn of him like turning crazy instead of he he's kinda got a death wish right right off the bat right off the bat and like 
immediately is cranky and angry with his family and stuff like oh okay he's going to go crazy he is already kind of crazy and that's where like i do think jack nicholson is wonderful in this movie but i don't know that he was the right cast mm-hmm. like he pulls off the crazy really well i don't know about the slow build up to it though because he seems immediately irritable and like it's affecting him right away and like maybe that was intentional maybe that's how it is with the if the house is really affecting him and stuff i yeah. was just expecting a slower burn I do think it would be scarier if we found him more sympathetic at the beginning. Mm. Like, he seems like he's really trying. He's struggling. And then once he gets to the bar and has that drink, now it's gone. Yeah. That that would be a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. But instead, we see him a little more irritated, a little more irritated, a little more irritated. And now I just need a drink. And then, bam, acts. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. <laughs> Where he comes through the door and everything. So I've only seen, like still shots of that where she's on the other side and he's swinging an axe through so i don't know if she's trapped in a bathroom but Irene is always like why did she just run away why did she go to any other room why did she stay right there and let him come into the room she and tried to she doesn't fit she, she's trapped in a bathroom is why <laughs> so we, we talked earlier about he went through the doorway too easily they had to get more solid doors and all this stuff yeah we talked about he ad-libbed here's johnny mm-hmm. kubrick almost cut that out oh because kubrick was living in England, question mark, and was unfamiliar with that phrase from The Tonight Show. Oh, okay. But, like, that was the whole thing, is every night Ed McMahon would come on, here's Johnny, and then Johnny Carson would come on, da, 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 da. That would scare the absolute shit out of me as mm-hmm. actress Shelley Duvall. Yeah. If my co-star chopped through a door at me, I don't know how many times, because they're talking about Kubrick made him do take after take after take yeah. after take, and then he just goes over, puts his face through, and says, here's Johnny. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oops. Like, that Somebody is a shit my pants. <laughs> true psychological break right there, you know? like They oof. both said this was the hardest movie they ever worked on, like, experience-wise. And Nicholson said everything that he saw Shelley Duvall go through was the hardest thing he's ever seen an actress have to go through or put up with. Wow. And, man, it came out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or in that documentary we watched um, that Stanley Kubrick had... A completely different relationship with her than what he did with the other cast like he was really pushing her like outside Away, of make her feel isolated yeah i don't know if it's true mm-hmm. but i have read that danny lloyd didn't realize they were making a scary movie at the time mm-hmm. that's hilarious to me because he's in like the scariest movie <laughs> right i don't know how they hid it from him or if it was just because there's not jump scares and stuff like that like it's it's all based on like music and just that psychological buildup of it. And he's not there for most of the stuff. Oh yeah. With uh, Jack going nuts, like even when they're running through the uh, hedge maze, mm-hmm. we just see Danny or Jack. Right. We don't see him like real on close. his tail at all. Yeah. Or like he doesn't start hitting the the door until after Danny's out the window. So like I, I don't know that he ever knew that he is portrayed as being in harm like i don't think he would have ever felt that and the stuff with the girls that's only creepy because i know twins are creepy we need to talk about the fear of <laughs> twins which like they're they're psychic and they're definitely aliens right see i grew up my mom and my aunt are twins so like your mom that and, was normal your mom and your aunt are aliens they're identical twins <laughs> and they're psychic i've seen movies <laughs> They have powers. They, <laughs> they can communicate with their minds without Shannon. 
Ten they points did have you... their own language as a kid. Do you hear how weird that is? No, you spend all your time with this one person. You're attached to the hip. Shorthand is a different thing than a language. You just had a language. That's aliens. <laughs> right? Right. No. Yeah. No. Twins, twins are aliens, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> Does that yeah. make children of twins part alien or something? I thought you were just going to talk about the movie. I was going to ask you if you've ever seen it. <laughs> have you ever seen Children of the Damned or Village of the Damned? I'm mm-hmm. not forgetting the name of the two movies. Mm-hmm. So good. I have not seen either of those. What about the remake of it? Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> I don't do scary movies. You want to watch Village of the Damned? What's it about? A damned village? A town. <laughs> small mm-hmm. town. Town, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Everybody passed out. Okay. And then when people try to come to the town, they pass out. Huh. There's, so we're going to put a safety line. Science. Go figure out what's going on. And all of a sudden, people stop passing out. They're waking up in town. Everything's fine. Okay. And then nine months later, a bunch of women all give birth on the same day <laughs> to these little... Perfectly, like, platinum blonde-haired, blue-eyed children. Oh. And they're smarter than the other children. Oh. And they grow a little bigger than the other children. Oh. And there's your first 20 minutes. <laughs> and they're aliens. Are they? Or a science experiment. Are they? Mm-hmm. Are they monsters? Are they the devil? <laughs> I the devil made me have that baby. <laughs> have heard that white, blonde, blue-eyed kids are the devil. <laughs> multiple times <laughs> looking at you history why is the hotel manager all too eager to be like yeah this guy I don't know he comes with high reviews you can stay here for the next six months snowed in it'll be fine we had an accident ten years ago but like it's fine because they interviewed him and the guy said well, that might scare some people, but not me. I'm a writer. I'm looking forward to some seclusion. This is exactly what we need. <laughs> but, like, do they just hire a new caretaker every year? Or or what? Does he normally stay there? No, for sure he doesn't stay there. I'll bet, I'll bet uh, uh, Halloran's had to stay once mm-hmm. kind of thing. But, like... I don't know, I, what, this, this is where I come back to. Why did he get fired from teaching? Or did he quit? Or quit teaching. You know, if, if there wasn't an incident, he's going to come with good reviews. Right. If there was an incident, he's going to come with terrible... Right. Uh, what's the word here? References. Mm-hmm. Or fake references. He's just calling Jack's different personalities. Right. Talking to Grady. Oh no, he's highly recommended. <laughs> Tony. Did you say Tony? Yeah. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> oh, that Tony. <laughs> I jumped all the way to Soprano. <laughs> yeah, he's a little cuckoo, but he's fine. <laughs> it's a retirement community! <laughs> Alright, how's about we rate this mother? I would give this four and a half pushing your husband down the stairs out of five. It was pretty damn near perfect. Even though she hit him when he said he wasn't going to hurt her? He keeps coming at her. She's telling him to stop. No, he's saying, honey, calm down, put down the bed, and she's going nuts on him. She's not going nuts. She's, it's, it's pointed out, like, don't come closer on this. It's like a six foot, like, don't get in my bubble. He keeps trying to come in her bubble. Yeah, calm her down. 
He's trying to help. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good hit to the head. <laughs> and she got him right in the dome. It looked like she actually hit him. I like that when we see her dragging him, it's a struggle and it, feel, it felt yeah. real. <laughs> that was crazy. I forgot about that. That was crazy to me that she was dragging him. I thought she was going to grab the kid and go to the cat, not knowing that the snow cat had already been damaged or whatever. Well, she's like, seen horror movies. Lock him up. Yeah, that's way smarter than I was going to be. <laughs> How would you rate this mother? I'm surprised you gave it four and a half out of five. You like this one. Yeah. A lot. I think it's just, he's already crazy at the beginning. That's the only thing that like takes it down. This was really, really perfect. Like really, really good. He said perfect. Damn near perfect. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Really well done. I think I would give this one five. At least there aren't any topiary animals in this. <laughs> Out of five. That's fair. I do think it would have been fun to see the wasp nest from the book in this. Mm. But I don't know that it would fit with him being this version of Jack Torrance. Mm. But it would have been a cool thing to see. Also, without CGI, I don't know how they could get wasps around the kid, I guess. Oh, my gosh. It was really good. Mm. I love this movie. Yeah, it was good. It was very I, good. I was fully expecting you to get like 10 minutes in and be like, I'm not I'm not watching this. <laughs> <laughs> and not 10 minutes. Not until we're at the hotel, I suppose. It's like the first 10 minutes. If you had a kid and they had a Tony. No, but Tony's protective the whole time. He's a, he's helpful and protective, right? But Tony talks like this. Tony talks, talks like this, Mrs. Like Torrance. Yeah. And calls her Mrs. Torrance. And... We're both doing the finger thing. <laughs> and even when you brought it back up and talked with mostly your voice, you said Mrs. Torrance, but you didn't say it with the finger. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. That kid would be in therapy or something. <laughs> yeah, but the kid's giving you a warning. Red rum, red rum. My sister had an imaginary friend, and it was real creepy, and nope, that kid's going to therapy. My nephew had an imaginary friend named Buka, and if you did, <laughs> did something he didn't like, he'd be like, Buka didn't like that. And I gotta tell you, not a whole lot of times I thought about punting a child, <laughs> but having like a three-year-old tell me Buka doesn't like that, you better tell Buka to get the hell out of my business. Spooky little Danny Torrance wannabe-ass kids. Right. You should check on them. <laughs> well, on that note, go filk yourselves. As you filk.